The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And like they always, every week we have a great show. I like to talk about different topics. Whatever the hot topic is, whatever the not hot topic is, is great. Um, our guest will be on today with our NBA with our formal NBA player legislator. Always get great um, advice from him uh, inside the NBA. Um, he's like ESPN, Adam Scheffler. So uh, it's really good to have him on to get what you know his intake, just his opinion on you know what we think is going around in the NBA and what's going on uh, outside the world. Like I said, Reggie's is doing great things outside of you know um, sports. So we get his take on that when he gets in after the break, our first break. But um, just like to uh, let our listeners know, you know, um, everything we talk about, we like to try and tell you things that you know you might use in life experience because we have been there and done it. You know, let tell you that's what you have to do. We we'll try and give you advice on what to look for. You know, I mean. Like everybody say, you know, um, I've been there and played in the NFL. I know the things to look for. If you have a uh, son or daughter that's playing sports, you know, things that we talk about might help them uh, in the world that's not only for sports, but outside of sports, you know, um, going to school, um, outside of, you know, knowing when you're being bullied, those different topics that we talked about, talk about, so. Um, it's good to listen in and see what we have to talk about. And, you know, like I say, you know, we're not out there to put anybody out there on glass or anybody feeling, but we're out there to get the message. And if you have any questions, always call in, you know, throw it at us, you know. You know, maybe we can ask it, maybe not, but we can't. Like you said, always Google it. We can find out what we can do about it. So um, we have hot topics about NBA today. We'll talk about, you know, NBA playoffs. But there's a lot of other general things that's going on in the world, you know. There's always got to be sports. It'd be anything that we could talk about, you know, in the world of just growing up, life skills, you know, like Brian, I guess, last week was saying. Situations you put yourself in, um, you got to learn how that you're in that situation and how to get out of the best way you can, which won't hurt you or the person who puts you in that situation. Um... Like, you know, the guys were saying last week, you know, um, you're adult, you know what you mean, you know, you know how, you know you're getting into it, so it's not like you don't know it, so uh, we all do things and make mistakes, uh, so, you know, don't feel bad when you make a mistake, you know, just, you know, try to learn from it, and that's what we try and do on the show, you know, let, let you know things that's upcoming, you know, you know it's going to be a mistake, 
if you make that mistake, you know, you learn from it and move on, you know. Don't dwell on it. Uh, a lot of other things, um, in the uh, NFL, play, um, starting workout, you know, voluntary workout, you know. A lot of teams have the players out there, uh, starting workout, you know, everybody's showing up for camp, so that's good. No news in that, you know. The NFL schedule will be off today. We'll find our way, you know. Teams are playing who and what's the matchup, what's going to be the good Monday night game, good Sunday night game. So that will be good, you know. Uh, a lot of other things going on in the world, you know, besides the sports, you know. Um, I know out of Chicago, you like to talk about Chicago, that's where I grew up, but, you know, a lot of, you know, violence, killing and shooting, it's not, you know, necessary, but... Um, as we talk on this show, if we can get, you know, the kids to get involved with something, you know, the rec center, the boys and girls club, you know, those type of things, you know, you won't have all this violence and fighting in the streets. You know, I know when we was growing up, you know, we didn't have time to fight, you know. We was always playing basketball or softball or, you know, making go-cards, you know, when we was growing up, you know, and little top shooters, you know, with the rubber band, you know, was always doing something was active. But you got nowadays the kids, you know, they play the video game, they got all these violence, you know, um, Grand Theft Auto on there and all this other stuff, you know. And that's distracting our kids from what they used to do back in the days, you know. So if we can get our kids out there, you know, doing what they used to do back in the days, you know. Go outside, play with your friends, you know, run around in the grass, you know. It's tough nowadays. It's a different, it's a different. The world is different now. So we just gotta get a hold of it. And parents out there, you know, you're not doing a bad job. You know, keep doing what you're doing and keep it up. You know, I guess. Um, like I said, Reggie Slater, you there, Reg? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> What's going on, love? I'm in love. I'm not. I'm not in California anymore. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you was in it. It was funny. I got after I was talking to you. I got a bunch of messages that. Oh, my God. Uh, there was one lady named Deb. She owned um, one of our new listeners, you know, out of Chicago. Um, she owned a um, hair salon and does hair. Like, my sister lives in Little Hay. I wish I'd be there, you know. So you had a lot of people that wish they were there. <laughs> hey, it was a fantastic trip and a beautiful place to be at. I'll tell you that. Well, Rich, uh, one thing is I got to visit with a great friend of ours that came out, you know, Andre Rudolph, came to Chicago, yep. and, you know, he's a judge in Denver. Uh, it was good to visit with him, and we talked about you, and he's like, you know, I'm like, Red, you always been there for me on my show, like that, so he had positive things to say about you. That was good, Red. <laughs> That's always good. He's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Andre is an upstanding person. He's a great friend. It's a pleasure to have known him during that transitional period of young adult to adult, and, uh, you know, he's turned out pretty darn good. I think one of the funniest things, uh, he and I communicated afterwards, and I think I shared this with you, um, he said, well, Rez, how come I never see you when you come to Denver? I said, well, you're a judge. <laughs> I have no intentions on going to court. <laughs> so I was going to visit Denver, <laughs> you know, either in jail or otherwise. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Rez, well, Rez, I started to show off. I talked about, we was going to talk about NBM, but first I want to start off. I don't know if this, how we got to take this, but um, I don't know if you watch the news or not. Did you see what a young kid got in the wheel of a jet and rode all the way to Hawaii? 
Uh, actually, no, I did not. I, I usually don't watch the news. <laughs> well, he said uh, he was running away. Rick, when we was growing up, we used to ask our friend next door, what's your mom cooking for dinner? And they sound like something better than you. Say, okay, I'm running away home tonight, right? Didn't we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, what, 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 one, of, one of the, uh, you know, one of the privileges of being able to have traveled when I uh, have grown up, traveled and to have grown up, period, is you see things and you notice things much more at a different and other stages in your life. Uh, n- number one, you know, I'm so thankful for the discipline that was given to me and handed to me when I was younger because I see the value and the intricacies that some people take for granted, I think. You know, whether it's whether it's respect to your elders, whether it's listening or what have you. And and that's something I think that a lot of kids don't that isn't implemented nowadays because we we're always trying to do better for our kids. We kinda of handle hand things to them as opposed to them working for it. And then you work for things, you see the value in it. And the other thing that I'm so grateful for, uh, for being overseas and seeing some great places around the world, uh uh, you know, in Italy and, and, and Turkey and, and Greece, Spain, is that, uh, you know, America's, in my opinion, uh, you know, we have some issues and we have some things we need to, to, to take care of. However, it is still by far the greatest country, in my opinion, out there. And you know, I thank God that I'm born in America and have the opportunities that I have received or earned uh, here in America. So, there you go. Red, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Last week, and I'm going to throw this at you, Red, um, I had a guy that I went to school back in Juco. Uh, he's a drug and alcohol counselor. Then I had Dwight Driver, you know, D-Drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we and we got to talking about, you know, alcohol, because a friend of mine, he said, he goes to different colleges speaking about drugs and alcohol, you know. And, uh, and I was telling him, I said, it's going to be hard for you to go to colleges and tell people you can't drink. Or do drugs. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying that's where people party. But my question to you, Red, is, and Dwight now got to talk about, we have to talk about Castanow, you know, for the 49th, how he got kind of into wasting. Did you, uh-huh. you know about that? Yeah, yeah. I kind of, yeah, I kind of heard about it, yeah. Okay. But we were talking about drugs and alcohol with that. I said, was that was the problem of that? Because the lady said she was drinking smoke with him all day. But you said a good thing, though. I want you to talk about that. How you was growing up, and we had the respect of our parents and how you do. Is that now the kids, they don't have the respect, or is the drug and alcohol playing a big part over that, Red? Do you think? Well, here's the deal. I think, now I think, I think that we had such a great time as kids uh, that we, we often want to relive our, our, our youth. <laughs> and in doing that, and in doing that, we don't spend time with our own children. And even though you set a ship straight on a course, you need to periodically check on that ship to make sure it doesn't veer off course. Now, uh, you know, if a, a ship is unchecked, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start, again, going on its own course and then thinking the things that are normally or should be considered wrong, they're going to kind of figure out that think that it's right. So, I mean, it's very important that the kids receive guidance along the way of learning who they are themselves. Rich, but 
Let me ask you this. I mean, I know when I, I, when I first started drinking when I went to college, I didn't know nothing about, you know what I'm saying? But isn't that the time when kids say, hey, parents ain't around, we go party and do what we want. Isn't that their free time? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. You know, it, it, there's nothing tastier than the forbidden fruit. And, you know, when 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 we hear, uh, you know, and I still remember that, you know, all the time that I heard my mom, and some of the people that I looked up to said, hey, you don't want to do this, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. As soon as I get a chance to turn around, I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing tasty than the, the forbidden fruit. But, 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 but it's very important that these kids understand and that they're taught character. Uh, because they are going to, you know, taste the forbidden fruit. Uh, but they have to ask themselves, look in the mirror, you know, is this leading me to be the person that I envisioned myself being? Is this counterproductive to me being the person that I always envisioned myself being? You know, when we were kids, everybody wanted to be, most people, wanted to be, you know, the, the, the hero of whatever situation. They wanted to be the professional. They wanted to be the person that helps out, the one that's known for uh, 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 being the hero that saves the day. Nobody wants to be the loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, right. I never heard a kid say, I can't wait to grow up and be a loser. So, you know, it's very important that these kids know that the decisions and the things that they're doing, <coughs> the actions that they're taking, are leading them on a path that can either accelerate your, your, your what you're supposed to be, being a leader or being an outstanding citizen, or is counter to what you are meant to be. You know, uh, I'll, uh, one of the things that I talk to kids a lot, and it sounds uh, strange, but, you know, you're, you're always faced with odds against you. You know, there's a Robert Frost poem that says, you know, it talks about the road less traveled. And, 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 you know, it pays off when you go to the road less traveled. Because the one, uh, clearly, because the one that is traveled, everybody does it. If everybody does it, then it's not something that's unex- unexceptional. It's very exceptional to blaze your own trail and do things. The reward is much greater. And when kids figure out that, you know, when they believe in themselves, and, 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 and even if they experiment with something here and there, as long as they can look at themselves in the mirror and honestly answer, is this counterproductive or productive to me being who I want to be, you know, that's very important that they realize that. If they're, if they're comfortable with saying, hey, uh, if I keep doing this, I'm going to be a bum. I'm happy being a bum. <laughs> and that's a decision they have made themselves, you know. Well, this is what we're we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a question to ask you what something I did. You tell me how I did it. Did I do it right or did I do it wrong? And then you can tell how people, the younger kids in the day, because I have something for you. And I'm going to throw it at you, Red. So, but this is Jay Love and, and my guest, Reggie Slater. Slater, you feeling it? Feeling the love, bro. Feeling the love. Feeling the love. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. 
Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Derek Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Like I said, every time I have Reggie Slater on, you know, before he came on, I talked about, you know, the things that uh, he teaches us, you know, every day. It's, it's crazy how you learn different stuff, you know, from people that 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 have been there and know a lot of stuff. And, you know, you you sit back and you think you know everything, but you don't. So glad to have you on, Reg, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, this whole life thing is, you know, I saw a meme the other day or a post on Facebook, and it said, I'm at that awkward stage between uh, birth and death. <laughs> You know, this whole life thing is a learning experience. You know, it's always it's always something to learn. And, uh, you know, I'm always trying to stay open and, and eager to consume information and learn. Well, I'm already told so much, and you tell me how uh, how I should have took it, I mean, how I should have done it. And then, you know, cause I'm going to give you a real-life experience and tell, you know, how the younger kids can come up because I know what happens, you know. But, um, you know, I went to, I had to go to um, Santa Rosa Junior College from high school because I had bad grades, you know, messed up in, you know, school. Um, so I had to go to a junior college, went to Santa Rosa in California. And, you know, I always grew up in the house with my parents. We was in church seven days a week. You know, there wasn't nothing, you know, church was church, you know, you, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so when I first got to JUCO, you know, I had all these guys I'm hanging around with. I'm like, hey, I'm away from my parents and son. I had that peer pressure rash, and all my friends drinking. 
So I started drinking four beers. I was gone. Now, you know that's different now, Red. 34 uh -huh. beers. I'm just joking. <laughs> well, four beers, you know, I was, I was, but I had that pressure on me to hang with these guys because they've been there. They were sophomores. I was just a freshman. That uh -huh. put pressure on me to go out and drink. And, you know, sometimes it works out. You know, hey, I ain't no working out that I, you know, they're good. But uh -huh. some people end up getting either car accident, killed, something like that. But that put pressure on these kids that's coming, that's my question, you know. Did I do right? You know, I know I did wrong, but, you know, these kids coming to these colleges, you know, it could be like a major university, and they get that peer pressure, like, hey, let's go out, get a drink. Sometimes it might be drugs. You know, I was never presented with drugs, thank God. You know, I would never get that, but what would you say about that, Red, what I did and then for the young kids that's coming up? Well, here's the deal. First of all, thank you very much for thinking that highly of me to ask my opinion on that. And the fact that you are still here today, and are being a model and a good citizen and and all this positive thing is a tribute to you, whether this is a negative or a positive, still continuing on and, 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 and persevering. So, I mean, kudos to you. Uh, this is what I think about situations like that. Uh, when you do in engage in peer pressure, particularly if you are a freshman, the, 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 the group that is now in power, they want you in, but first you have to prove yourself. So they're going to throw all these little things, whether it's hazing or will you drink or in this other stuff to see if you, uh, you are going to be man enough or woman enough or brave enough to be indoctrinated into their, uh, way of thinking. Now, you have to ask yourself, <clears throat> do, do you want to be a part of this group? What are these guys doing? Are they simply, you know, because there's a difference between living and existing. Do, are these guys simply existing and going through the motions? Is that who you want to be indoctrinated with and be a part of that group? Or is this a group that is living, that is doing new things, things that are guys that are, 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 are going to the, to the road less traveled, people that are, 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 are in a pursuit of a goal to be something when they grow older? I would think that people that are in a pursuit to be something in their lives, uh, positively affect their community, be examples of outstanding citizens. I'm not sure those are the ones that are going to be like, hey, man, come over here and, uh, you know, get drunk with me. I mean, but on occasion, I think we all go through these periods where, you know, we have to define our strength through artificial means. Uh, but, but it's in the long run that defines us. So, I mean, I would just say, you know, things like this are going to happen, but you have to ask yourself, do you really want to be part of these people, and what are they stand, standing for besides being able to consume alcohol? That's what I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, but I know what you're saying, Reg, but you know how you come in, you're the new, you're the new blood, and yeah. you want to fit in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fitting in is more important to anything. That's like, uh, you know, I watched um, something on Lifetime with Chile. You know, Chile, how they want to be a Chile. They want to fit in and do it. You know what I'm saying? Fitting yeah. in is, is, you know, Reg, and I mean, if you don't, fitting in is more important than being a cause of anything. You want to fit in with that crowd, right? So you want to yeah, do anything to, to yeah. fit in. Am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, you want to. You want to be accepted into any type of group that you get in. You're right. It's very important that if this is something that you really want to do, 
that you that you fit in. Um, you know, you, you got to be able to speak. If I went to Spain, I had to look be able to learn how to speak Spanish in order to communicate or any other foreign language. So you're right. You know, you, you do want to be a part of this. But again, before any of that happens, you have to really. I think you have to really ask. Do you take a look at it? Take a look at the big picture. Do you really want to be a part of this organization? Because there's several organizations and groups out there. You know, it's not these people don't have a, 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 a patent on the cool group. You know, there's several cool groups. I mean, uh, you know, you have to, before any of this stuff, because I know you want to be a part of somebody, you have to figure out which group is it that you really want to be a part of. Because at some point, the old, the old uh, you know, the old, old regime is going to leave, and before you know it, you go from freshman to vet. You know what I mean? So you're going to be the guy that's holding the reins. Uh, peer pressure is, is difficult. It's hard. My gosh, it is hard. I mean, I, I can rec- recall things that happened, you know, when I was in uh, high school. You know, I was a man, and went all, I went all the way to college, and I'm the freshman. I'm the uncool guy, you know. It, it, and you want to fit in. Uh, I, I, I remember that. But, you know, you really have to be careful. Be careful uh, of who you choose and who you uh, choose to listen to, you know, and if they are an upstanding group, they're going to respect you. They're going to respect you, but hey, this little guy has some heart, you know. I know I went to uh, one of my recruits about coming out of Juco. I went to Boise State, and uh, they had a quarterback, and uh, he was my chauffeur. And he took me to this party, and like, hey, you know, um, uh, it was him and the tight end, and you know, this is others out there. He was like, "Hey, this is what we do. Our group, this is what we do. We have fun, we party." So you know, and, you know, they were smoking. And I was like, "Nah, I'm good," you know, because I didn't feel comfortable. I feel like it was a setup, you know. They pressured me like, "Hey, you come here. This is what you got to do if you come here." And I chose not to go there because that's not what I want to do to go there. You know what I'm saying, man? I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, hence the saying, you know, stand up. You need to stand up for something because if you don't, you fall down for everything. I mean, kudos for you for standing up and, 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 you know, for what you believe in. You know, do you think our young kids now today, Reg, I mean, they go to college and, you know, the first thing I'm like, I told you, I'll say, hey, away from my parents. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm saying, hey, you got to be in this time, you know, like you got, you know. But, uh-huh. you know, you think it's the pressure on them, just life, just the, be away from their parents is more pressure than, you know, just being at home. Because, you know, in high school, your parents get you up. Hey, Reg, get up for school, yeah. you know, get up, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, you, know, you ain't got nobody to tell you, right? Absolutely. You got to, you know, uh, you got to have self-discipline. Again, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. You have to look at yourself in the mirror. And, and, and when I say all this stuff, I'm not saying that life should be void of fun. I fully believe in having fun. I'm a I'm a proponent of having fun, but how bad? And you were fortunate enough, as well as I, to play professionally. And in order to do that, you know, we had to make sure our grades were intact. We had to make sure our records were clean because no team, college or professional, wants knuckleheads on their team. You had to you had to measure how much you want to succeed versus how much you want to party. You know what I mean? And, again, that's, that's what I mean when I say these guys have to really 
think about who they're being around. Because if you really want to be successful, there's only so many hours in the day. And people that are successful in any craft, whether that's academic, athletic, or any kind of other vocation, they beat, they, it's, 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 it's little victories many times. It's not one big thing that happens, and then bam, all of a sudden you're successful. It's small things that happen over and over and over and over again so it becomes fluid to you. And in order to do that, it takes time. And time is something that is very precious. So you've got to ask yourself, do I, do I want to beat on my craft and become very good at being a student athlete, at being somebody that my little brother and sister can respect, somebody that my mom and dad can say, hey, that's my baby right there. Knowing that you're going to have fun, but if you really want to be that person that they hold in high esteem, you've got to have enough self-discipline to say, I want success more than I want that beer. I want success more than I want to, uh, 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 you know, more than I want to sleep sometimes. Because one of the things I learned when I was going to, um, when I was in the pros, is when I turned 28, 29, you know, I started having kids. And I started dividing my time up, of course, like any dad would with his kid, is there's always a group of 20-year-olds that are starving that want my position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, those, yeah. those four or five hours I was dedicating to my kids, they were doing push-ups, sit-ups. They were running sprints. They were learning to play. They were doing every and anything they could to get an advantage over me so that when the time came, they could take my position. And so you have to live your life like that. You know, you, 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 I posted something on Facebook the other day. It was off a movie called Grave, and it's a poem, and I'm not sure who the author is, but it goes something like, into the fray, the fray means a fight or a dispute, into the fray I go to fight another day, to live, to die, to live, to die. Meaning, and as I took it, you know, every day is a battle for what you believe in. And you come in on full living, and you leave exhausted on E. That is how you make a mark. And if you're dedicated, and if you want to make a mark, you can't kind of make a mark. You, you can't kind of be successful. You have to really, again, it goes back to who do you want to be. You have to really focus on being that person that you dreamed of being. You know, then you become bright. And people, powerful people, see potential, right? And yeah. people with potential, they know what they want. And if you really know what you want, you're going to gravitate, you're attracted to powerful people. And if it becomes a sense, it's like a brotherhood on a football team or a basketball team. I won't let my brother down. I will not let my brother down. In any company, in any business, any football field, you're only as strong as your weakest player, your weakest link. And I, you know, I always made a vow. I will never be that weak link. I will never let my guys down. I will never let my mom down that, that took me since a little bitty kid to practice, that told me and let me know that I had to get my academics first. The people that believed in me, that cheered me on, I won't let those people down. There's no way. But in order for me to do that, I've got to, again, how bad do I want it? Do I want as much as this beer? Do I want as much as this marijuana stick? Do I want as much of this ecstasy, ecstasy tablet? 
you, 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 you know, being successful is a direction. It's not a place. It's a yeah. direction. And it's not one big hit. It's it's a continual thing over and over again. Now, I think of Michael Jordan. And, you know, even after he won titles, he would still have this breakfast club deal. Uh, something about, you know, he, Scottie Pippen, uh, and Rod, uh, Rod Harper. They get together, they lift weights, do cardio, have breakfast, then they go to practice and do it. I mean, there's a constant, fresh group of people coming at your heels. And once you've tasted success, you, you gotta keep going. Steve Jobs said something one time that, that's sticking, uh, sticking in my head right now. Uh, when he was at a meeting, he said, we've gotta do better in three years than what we're doing right now. Because if we sit on our laurels right now, our competitor is going to then beat our iPhone or I whatever that we have right now. So we've got to constantly be thinking. Every three years, we've got to up the ante big time. It's never it's a direction. It's a way of thinking. It's never a place. And kids have to realize that. I don't think they realize that. It is a continual habit. Aristotle, you know, he said, you know, things that you do continually over and over again become a habit, winning and losing. You know, I've, I've been on the losing side, and I've been on the winning side. Winning feels a heck of a lot better. That's something yeah. I'm more comfortable with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, it hurts. and it, 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 it takes up time, and it takes up money sometimes. More than anything, it takes up time. Because, you know, I'd rather go out there and go hang with the fellas. I'd rather go have a beer. But I know if I want to get to where I've got to go, I've got to put the right fuel in my temple to make sure that I'm right. You know, and, and that, uh, for me, the, the success thing is a better taste. We've got to take a break, but i got two questions again to ask them because you just spoke of something that really hit home. So, you know, I feel that I can talk to you, you know, and put it on the air. But uh, we're going to take a break and come back. I want you to answer something, too, again about what happened with me. So this is Jay Lover, my guest, Red. You feel the Red? How you feel the love, man? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh man, he's funny. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Look, how come nobody ever calls in? You know what? I tried that when I'm talking, but I rather you rather you want to call in. We can do call in. No, 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 no. I'm fine with whatever. I'm fine with. Whatever. No, I just thought we could talk, but I I take call in. I love that, you know. <laughs> what we do, we have our next time. We just take call in. Is that good? All right. Well, hey, we all, we can always try it. Let's do it. Let's try. It. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because I have people that be. You know, texting me and telling me, hey, can you answer this and that? So we just take them and let them ask you. And that's that. Okay. All right. Straight from the horse's mouth. Sounds good to me. That's, that's it. Okay. Well, we're over here. But what I, want, what I want to say, Red, you said two things that were really at home. I mean, like I tell you, I love for you to tell me. You know, the first thing, you know, I want you to tell me that, um, you know, when you said something that was important, you know, that when I did that stuff out there when I was in college, I always thought about, well, my parents were thinking. I always thought they was right there next to me, so I was scared to do it. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, we, uh-huh. we still had a respect for our parents, no matter how far you're away from that. You being yep. Africa or Zambu, you know, you still yep. your parents right there, and you had that respect. And the second thing I want you to talk about, well, you made a good point that, you know, when I got to the, the to the Eagles, you know, uh, no one you tell me why I messed up. You know, I, I know I made it, and, you know, I got to, you know, hang out, party, you know, drinking and hanging out. And I wasn't working out, like you say, like, Jordan had these 20-year-olds saying, hey, we're looking to take your spot. I wasn't even thinking about that. You know, I was thinking, hey, I made it. I'm here. What did oh, I do wrong with? Huh? You said, what did you do wrong? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's easy to get intoxicated in the professional sports world. I am living proof of, proof of that. I am living proof of that. I mean, anything you want or desired was fingertips away, you know, because they want to make you feel as comfortable as possible. And you start seeping into that mindset of I've arrived. And that is an illusion because you never fully arrive. It's going to back to success is a way of thinking as opposed to a place. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. So, so I think I've seen you know, I think I've seen a lot of guys who get into that intoxicating atmosphere and you kinda of get lulled into complacency. And you know, to the and there's nobody hungrier than the guy that's outside the gate, just looking in. He's like, Man, look at love. He got it all. He got he got the clothes, he got the food, he got the people that want him. I wanna be like him. They train every day. They doing fifty push ups. 100 push-ups, where you used to do that, too. But now you're down to 30 or 60. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a very intoxicating atmosphere, man. Uh, right. And then, you know, you, you get to situations where where you just don't have that desire that got you there anymore. You know, when you're a contender, you're starving. You just can't wait nah. to get a piece of that. 
I mean, cut you off, Reg, but you were so right because when I was trying to get there, man, Reg, I was doing everything, man. I was busting. I, I mean, my body hurt. Like, we was in um, camp. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Double, double camp. And I was like, man, every night I was studying and I was getting up, but I was starving. You was right. And then when I got there, it's like, I was like, let everything go. Is that normal or is that just how you I just think that's relax? normal. I think that's normal. I mean, I'm going to say that's normal. But, but that's the reason why guys on top don't stay on top. You know, I hear guys all the time talk about, I can't do this, I can't do that. But you don't want to succeed then, dude. Because when you start doing things that are uncomfortable to you, that's how you grow. You know, it, working your body out and dedicating it so, so much that your body's hurting at the end of the day, that's not normal. And by doing that abnormal thing, you eventually received abnormal resort, results. They got to the league. You got to do things that aren't comfortable. Until you get outside of your comfort zone, you, you, you won't separate yourself from the pack. You won't be who you dream to be. Because everybody could, you know, everybody uh, 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 could do as little as possible. You know what I mean? To maintain. But it takes somebody special to start doing just a little bit more. Again, when I talk to people and they start saying what they can't do, you know, you talk, you think about people that cold call people for businesses. It's very uncomfortable calling people that you don't know and trying to make a sale. But you know, the guys that succeed are the guys that are persistent. The guys that have been shut down 20, 30, 40 times, they get that one guy. I mean, those are the ratios that they're looking at when they're consistent and they start refining their craft. They start finding catchphrases and words that will catch people's attention so they're not hanging up on them. Those are the people that are successful. The guys that, even though they're very well built in the gym and the girls are all hawking, are all wanting to talk to him, he says, I'm going to continue to be in the gym and keep sculpting my body to a, get to the, the peak of where it could be and I can be the best athlete I could be and I want success more than I want to go hang out with them. Those are the people that succeed. Did I give up once I had got there? Because it seemed like my mentality, my work habit all changed. It, did I give up on, you know, just saying, hey. I don't think good, I don't think give up is the right word. I think well, you get it. I, I use the word intoxicated because I did it too, man. I did it too. You, you, you get into, It's like being drunk. Drunk off success. I've made it. There's nothing I want for. I, I'm, I could hint at something, and somehow it suddenly was done for me. And you get used to that. You know, uh, people start talking about Michael Jackson and all these other stars that become real weird and, and strange in normal people's eyes. It's because they don't want for anything. And so you as a person, you start striving for things that, that, that interest you and things that, things that uh, you know, can make you think. Because they're so used, again, you can't receive abnormal outcomes doing normal things. You have to have abnormal work ethics, relentless, sickening, focused work ethics to get to where you are. And, and, and it, it, it doesn't work. That same work ethic to get you where you, you want to go doesn't work when you just sit there. You've you got to keep it up. It's a, it's, a, it's a way of thinking. You know, there's a book out there that I love. Uh, I haven't read it all, 
But, you know, it, the title of it is, or, 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 the, or the, a synopsis of it is, if you are not a champion, you should think like a champion. You know? It's in how you think and how you approach things. You know, would you do this if you were a champion? You know? It's a way of thinking. Well, we are random our last, but we'll take another break. There'll be our last break. Then I want to talk NBA, but Red, you're really making me think because if I would have known this and you told me before, you know, I looked at it like, hey, my career got to be 14, 15 years. But you know, oh, everybody like, don't use that word, give up. You know, just some soft care. But, you know, and I feel bad because I worked my butt to get there. Then I'm like, man, I just relaxed, whatever I did. You know, it wasn't me. And yeah, I didn't huh? like that, you know, now that I see it, you know. Well, you and I share, you and I share that in common then, man. Because I've been there and I've done that. And I've seen it happen a thousand times. And, you know, it's. It's, 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 it, all of a sudden you're in an atmosphere, man, where you can do all these marvelous things and you see all these other uncommon people that have achieved fantastic goals. I mean, I was meeting, I was meeting, you know, back then, Bellevue DeVoe was hot, Washington, and it was common for me to see these people. And it was all because I did all these abnormally hard, ridiculous, sickening workouts and got to a certain place. But then I started relaxing. Start going out to the nightclub a little bit more. Uh, you know, didn't discipline my diet as much, and eventually it hurt me, just like it hurt it hurt other guys. But it's not necessarily giving up. It's just you know you, you kind of get a little complacent, maybe, you know, because you're so used to that intoxicated lifestyle. Well, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with Jared Little and my guest Reggie Slater. Reggie, we're feeling it today, boy. Feel my love. Feel my love. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. 
This is Jack Lovin, your host of Lovin That Sports Talk, and my guest from the NBA player, Reggie Slate. Is that Red? I'm here feeling in love, brother. Reg, I wanted to talk NBA, but you've been you've been giving me some advice, and it's good because when I go out and speak to the boys and girls club, I can use uh-huh. this. You know, like I said, I always learn something from you. So <laughs> I'm kind of not gonna do NBA today. I still want to throw something at you. Is that okay, Red? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, because what you tell me is like, and I'm telling you uh-huh. true stuff. You know, you know, I was hurt, got hurt the Eagles. Uh, I think I could have did longer, but like this advice you're giving me. I wish I had somebody like you telling me that. I didn't have nobody. You know, my parents, you know, they always had that mentality was like, hey, you go to school, get your education, get a job, go to church, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Know, I was well, looking at yeah. it, play sports, make more money, take care of the family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. I know so exactly. my other question you read is helping me out. You know, I went to JUCO. You know, I had a guy that I ended up coming in and I was hungry. He was starting. I took his job, came to Wyoming. You know, it was, we had a great team, you know. I was hungry, you know. I had nobody really fight for me behind it. I think if you don't stay hungry and nobody's fighting for you, you know, that you know you think you all that, you know, because that's what you think you are. Uh-huh. Uh, is that okay uh-huh. to think you the shit, Reggie, or is that not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why, why are you laughing, Reg? Because <laughs> I, I think you can say that word on air. <laughs> Here's the deal. You always want to have confidence. You always have to have confidence. And and I don't know of anybody that will follow. You know, as a leader, you have to have confidence. Because there's nobody that's going to follow someone that doesn't have confidence. If you don't have a clear vision of who and what you are, other people will define you. And that is why it's very important that you define yourself. And, again, be careful of who and what you allow in your inner circle. Um, you know, but, 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 but the best leaders are the ones that display confidence. Almost to, almost to, and again, all these people I'm quoting, you know, Will, Will Smith said something that I really like. You know, he said successful people have to be slightly delusional because it is uncommon to, to believe that the, the goals that they have will happen. Now, you and I know anything can happen, but to most common people, they don't think that. And that's why they never try. And that's why they're very comfortable saying what cannot be done. But yeah. if you, if you, it's very similar to that young man that stowed away on that flight from San Jose to Hawaii. If you really are focused on any one thing, you will find a way to do it. If you really want it, you will knock down all barriers. You know, it's human nature for the mind to remember all the bad things that happen in your life. And, and that and that just grow up. That's why people start saying what they cannot do. Because they remember when their toy was taken away or something, something in, their, in their life that was, that, was, that was, you know, counter to what they wanted and affected negatively. But you have got to get it fixated in your mind to, to, to believe in yourself and whatever vision it is have. Let me ask you this, Red. I know we're all with the Eagles and we were like, we had six receivers in a room. Only one of us gonna make it out of that room. You know, and I had I don't know if you had this if you could explain, you know, how it is with competition. 
But, you know, I didn't really know my plays. I tried to learn them. So I had this one receiver and came down. The base is going to be me and him to make that team. Uh-huh. You know, I was at practice one day, and he told me the wrong place. Is that a way <laughs> of you to uh, achieve your goal, to mess somebody over? I mean, you see it happen, right, Red? Oh, I've seen it happen. You know, desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, but in the end, the people, your supervisors or, or, or the coaches, GM, they'll be able to see through that. Because if you're willing to do one devious, despicable act now, there's no length that you will go because it'll become a pattern with you. And you'll start undercutting everybody. Now, if you want to get better, you're going to have to accept that challenge. And, yeah, you might hit a short-term hurt where you might not get that spot or you might not get that play call. But over the long run, if you continue to put, your, put great uh, effort forward, you will prosper and prosper more than ever. But the easy way out is, just like crabs in the bucket, to do something deceivious uh, 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 or mischievous or something that will you know, make the other guy um, uh, seem at fault. Let me throw Again. this at you, Rick. It's all about me. Is that okay? It's all about me today. Yes, it's all about you today, love. It's all about okay. you. <laughs> I had um, a lot of, when I was growing up, I grew up in Robinsville, Northern Bad Town. You know, you know, Dwayne Wade grew up down the street from me. Uh-huh. Everybody, you know, that town. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. It was a poor town. You know, my parents had my both home work, you know. They made, they didn't give us what we wanted. They gave us what we needed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, okay. I grew up in that, and I always kept telling everybody, I kept saying, hey, what you playing for? You're too small. You ain't going to make it in the you know, NFL. I play basketball. Mm-hmm. Me, you ain't play one-on-one, but I think I can get you red. But we'll talk about that on another <laughs> show. If Tyson beat you, I can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I play baseball. But big long story short, Red, I always want to make it to prove people wrong. Was I wrong for that, or should I been playing for myself? But I wasn't playing for myself. I proved people wrong to show them I can make it. Was I wrong for that, doing that? No, I, I, you know, you got to, in order to be successful, and that's what I keep focusing on, because that's, that's, that's just things I've focused on my entire life. I'm very similar. Some of the, the stories that you're telling me reflect a lot of the things that have happened in my life. I, too, have been told that I was too small uh, to make it to a Division I um, uh, scholarship, to get, receive a Division I scholarship in basketball. I, too, was told that I was too small to play professionally in the NBA. But in the end, what I found over all the naysayers is that you, again, I still go back to you have to have faith in yourself, and you cannot uh-huh. have other people define you. Very important in life that you define yourself. I told my well, nephew. We got one minute, Red, so we got to wrap it up. You know, okay, well, I, told my, I told my nephew in a visit that I recently had with him, you get out of life what you are not what you want. So you have got to define yourself and be that person. Right, I appreciate it, man. I mean, oh, you know, I just, I know we got off the subject today where we go, but just for you telling me that, now when I go out and speak, I can talk to people. I can, I can get over that, you know, that hurdle, you know, I thought I was you. It was it was me. It was all me. And, that, and what I did, I did succeed. So yeah, I gotta be man. proud of that, you know what I'm saying? So now I can go out and explain what you told me, you know, you know. Very uh, really appreciate it, Red. I mean Think how yeah, I, I let you out of a secret that nobody yeah. know about today, you know. And, and I feel you know, I can ask you that. I know you'll be straight with me, Red. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time, and thank you for having me on your show today. Thanks again, Rats. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.